Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Many, many hats. Mike Connie on the Wayfor.com hotline. Talk a little bit about the other hot team in town. A couple of hot teams in town. And Atlanta United smoking hot right now. Four wins in a row and 13 points in their last five games. What a job by Rob Valentino. Hey, Mike. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hugh, happy birthday. Thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Are we allowed to uh, say the number out loud? or 50. 50. How about that? You know, I I tell Hugh this story all the time, so I don't want it to sound creepy, but I I remember when I was growing up, I grew up a huge Eagles fan because I grew up in the Philadelphia area. My brother and I, we used to go to games when Hugh was playing, sitting up in the, the 700 level, and it's amazing to think now, Hughes 50, I just turned 40 in June. It's like father time is absolutely undefeated. Because that flew by really quickly. <laughs> yes, it did. You know, and that's the funny thing about it because, like, on my birthday, you know, pe- most people say, oh, you got to do something big. You know what I did? I just reflected on, yeah. the, on, on the time that I've had and, and the people that I've met and everything that I've done, and it's been pretty cool, pretty cool ride. You've really, had a lot cool to ride. reflect on, Hugh, I, yes. and uh, it, it, may the next 50 years be as eventful as the first 50. And I just hope the next 50, everything is still working because, you absolutely. know, it's a good, it's a good, <laughs> absolutely. It's a good You never know. <laughs> you never, you never know. By the way, Three years from today, you get to your number, you. <laughs> yeah, 50, yeah, yeah, fifty-three. Speaking of that, everything working. It looks like Joseph is starting to look like his old self. Scored another goal this weekend. Do, do you see it the same way, Mike? Yeah, I do, Hugh. And I, I think it's a product of the service that he's getting. Uh, I, I think the the way that Atlanta United has been working the ball up to Joseph in the final third has looked really good. I, I think you've seen a lot more assertiveness from Atlanta United, which is something that. Rob Valentino was encouraging this team to play a little more brave. Uh, You you see more assertiveness because it's Moreno, it's Barco, it's Arujo making runs forward into the attacking third, driving and and making defenders backpedal, and Joseph is getting himself into dangerous spots. And and fortunately, as you said, he was able to finish in the first half on, on Saturday. He absolutely drew a penalty that for some reason was not called. Otherwise, he probably would have had a second goal, and then he would have been on hat trick watching in the second half. But, yeah, it's great to see. Joseph has scored now in four of his last five matches. Atlanta United has won four of their last five matches, and the fifth was a draw. So they're playing very, very well right now, and Joseph has been a big part of that, Hugh. Yeah, I, I promised myself I wasn't going to talk about because it was kind of equally bad about how bad the officiating was in this game. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I, I think mean, I, fortunately, I I, I'm just going to say this. Fortunately, it did not affect the outcome. I got a little nervous after Jordy Reyna hit that free kick to make it 1-1. I'm thinking, oh, you know, that was as um, 
as they like to say across the pond, that was a stone penalty that they absolutely missed on Joseph. And and I was just hoping, boy, I really hope that doesn't come back to to determine the outcome of the match. What was interesting was D.C. statistically dominated the second half of that match. The Atlanta goal maybe not quite against the run of play because Atlanta United was growing into it in the final 15 minutes, but I, I was not necessarily expecting Atlanta United the way that, that D.C. was just peppering Guzan in the second half. I was not expecting Atlanta United to find that second goal, and, and that had me worried because, yeah, I mean, they, they missed a penalty. It happened right in front of me. We have a very odd broadcast booth in D.C., and I, I'm right aligned with that that goal line where the incident happened. And, I mean, John Kempin, the D.C. goalkeeper, clearly made enough contact on Joseph to cause Joseph to fall down in the penalty area. That's a foul. It's in the box, so it's a penalty. Uh, you know, I guess the explanation was there there wasn't enough contact for it to be a penalty. I mean, that's a judgment call, but it's a judgment call I disagree with. Fortunately, it did not determine the outcome. Yeah, there, there were other calls in that game, too, that left you. Oh, there, there was one yeah. that was hilarious where Marcelino Moreno was, was football tackled at center circle. Both teams stopped. Right. Because it was that obvious. And, 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 right, exactly. That yeah, obvious. both and teams play stopped. On. I mean, it's not like what? No one world? team stopped. Both teams stopped. Stop. And the referees go and play on. We're all looking at each other like, what's going on? So, right, hey, exactly. look, it happens. They got the dub. That's all that matters. Mike, uh, Connie, uh, talking about Atlanta United. All right, talk to me about what's going to happen now ahead of the Nashville game with Pineda taking over as head coach. You know, when, when, what, what, how's this all going to work? And, and, you know, credit to Rob Valentino. Oh, I mean, uh, yeah. 13 points in five games? Come on. Rob did a great job, and he's going to be a, a huge part of this coaching staff going forward. I hope everyone's aware of that just because – Gonzalo Pineda is taking over as the head coach does not mean that Rob Valentino does not have a very significant role going forward, but he did an amazing job. His players love him, and and you can absolutely see why. He's really, really positive. He absolutely got the team in a much better mental space than they were in when the change was made, and I'll just leave it at that. Now, Gonzalo Pineda comes in. His first training session with the team is going to be tomorrow. I had a chance to talk to Pineda on Thursday. And I, I asked him, you know, okay, this is weird. You're, you're coming in midseason. You don't have the benefit of a training camp or anything like that to implement your philosophy. So what's this going to be like? And Pineda said, yeah, I'm really not going to change a whole lot. Maybe one or two little things, but I'm not going to change a whole lot because things are going well right now. So uh, it, it's fortunate that, that Valentino has kind of given him a, a little bit of a template here all Pineda really has to do at least this week before you get that international break is just keep things moving in a positive direction. Uh, he'll get a little bit more time to maybe implement some things before the Orlando match on, on September 10th, but I would not expect any dramatic changes with Gonzalo Pineda taking over as head coach right now. Uh, and if you get a chance to watch the interview that Jason and I did with him, Atlanta United has it up on their YouTube page. I think you're going to come away being very, very impressed. Uh, he, he's he's very cerebral about the game. He's very thoughtful. He's done a lot of analysis because he was in COVID quarantine for almost two weeks, so he had plenty of time to do a lot of analysis. I was really, really impressed with what I heard from him because he doesn't want to come in here and blow everything up. Nashville had the best defense in Major League Soccer. Uh, when Walker Zimmerman is healthy, yeah, they're right there. I, I would argue maybe Atlanta United's right up there with them now. When, when you look at how Atlanta United, I think, went, what, 230 minutes without conceding before Reyna hit the free kick. 
Atlanta United's given up only one goal in their last three matches. But yeah, when Walker Zimmerman and Dave Romney and uh, when, when Lovitz, uh, when, when those guys are all healthy and playing together, they are really, really difficult to break down. However, Atlanta United has found ways to break them down this year. They scored two goals against them uh, in May when they met at the Benz. They scored two goals against them, even playing with 10 men. They scored two goals against them uh, in July at Nashville. So these are two teams that, for whatever reason, seem to match up very well against each other and play very, very entertaining matches. But unlike the meeting in May and unlike the meeting in July, now we get to see Atlanta United with Barco and Joseph and Araujo and Moreno all playing together against that very good back line. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch on Saturday. Mike Connie joining us, talking a little bit about Atlanta United first blush on um, Araujo. Yeah, he's good. I think I said on the broadcast Saturday, I think he's going to be a problem for defenders in this league. He's very, very difficult to dispossess. He's extremely technical on the ball. Came really, really close to scoring twice on Saturday. One goal rolled out offside. He had a shot in the third minute that um, I don't remember if it was. I think it was saved. I think it was tipped by Kemp, and it wasn't on frame, but Kempen played it anyway. Um, so he, he's good. The chemistry is further along than I thought it would be this early into his time with Atlanta United. And from a fitness standpoint, he looks great. He had no problem playing in the heat and humidity on, on Saturday. So I think he's going to become a, a real problem for this league because teams are going to have to dedicate a lot of attention to Araujo because he is so technical on the ball. That's going to create opportunities for Joseph Moreno and Barco, I think. You know, Mike, I know you're the man of many hats, and this is why I feel like I could ask you this question because you might be able to provide some answers for me. Now, I don't know if you've been looking at the Internet and have seen the Milk Crate Challenge and all the people that Yo, are doing yeah, the Milk I Crate have. Challenge. I have. Mike Conte, where are they getting all these damn milk crates from, man? <laughs> <laughs> I. I, I, that's a great question. <laughs> School cafeterias? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Mike, because I'm looking, I'm looking like I'm trying to, first of all, I'm trying to glean where all this is coming from right. because I'm looking at the background. It, 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 it looks like it could be like a Florida, California type deal. <laughs> And then I'm looking at, like, they got, like, damn 30 milk crates. Where do you get 30, 25, 30 milk crates? Right. <laughs> it's funny. Like, I, Leanne and I, we picked up a couple milk crates at a yard sale a couple years ago because we needed to uh, we needed to have something to haul books from our office into, like, one of our living rooms or something. I'm sorry. We don't have multiple living rooms. Let me be very clear on that. We're not... We're not that, that bougie. Just we had to take it from one room to another in our house. So mm-hmm. we thought, okay, milk crate, very sturdy. So maybe, like, they're going to flea markets and yard sales and stuff like that and picking them up. Otherwise, you know, if you're a school cafeteria, you might want to lock the door. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe they're getting them from the back of a convenience store or something like that. That's a really good question. I still have not seen a challenge finished successfully. I've maybe I'm only few. seeing the bad oh, wait, videos, Mike. but... Yes. Mike? Yes. Wait, Mike. Yes. Mike. Was there was oh, a he guy. Was telling that, you white, not not Mike. Con, he was talking. He was, about there's a guy who they're oh, calling I, I, White I, Mike I, on social oh, media. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought John was saying, "Wait, Mike." I know. No, white he Mike. did it while he was uh, rolling a cigarette, a, a marijuana cigarette, I should say. So he I did. He was doing. T- he, he finished a challenge in the process while he was rolling a cigarette. Well, that's a leave. 
<laughs> it, that's what I'm saying, Mike. It all depends <laughs> on where you are. Now, if he's in California, yeah. it's not legal. No, that's against the illegal. law. So I, I, that doesn't count. That, that, <laughs> Guinness isn't going to be counting that if he was, uh, you know, engaged in illegal well, activities. And, and, and my thing is this. What, what type of money are they giving out to make you even consider to walk across these milk crates? It's got to be well, a couple hundred. I, I, be a saw, couple hundo. I saw a guy who I, I think the center point of the pyramid was like nine or ten crates high. And, and he got all the way up to the top, like to his credit, and then he slipped on the top and went all the way down the, the backside of the pyramid. I, I'm just thinking, I hope he has really good health insurance because Man, that like, looked that like fall, it really, really hurt. That fall looked like it, it feels good. And no. Plus, if that milk crate catch you the right way, you catching blood. That could, that oh, milk there's no doubt about blood. it. If you get a corner, oh, yeah, it, 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 it's blood or worse depending on what part of the body you – Blood uh, force trauma. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, Hugh, asking the important questions on your 50th birthday. <laughs> I have no right. idea where these milk crates come from, none whatsoever. <laughs> All right, Mike, we look forward to uh, the uh, debut of Gonzalo Pineda and uh, the showdown against uh, Nashville uh, this weekend. Thanks, Mike. Hey, uh, by the way, college game day in town, college yep. football in town, Yankees yep. and Braves in town. What a weekend it's going to be in Atlanta. I can't yes. wait. Right, uh, yeah, and the Falcons played that big yep. preseason Sunday game night. Browns. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, thanks much, Mike. See you guys. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.